Welcome back to Peach Bites, my half-baked takes on media right out of the oven, except not this time. Today's subject under my broad lens is not a show, but a movie that owns a whole space in my heart and has for a long time. A Silent Voice, produced by my beloved at Kyoto Animation, has stood as the king of anime movies, in my eyes at least, for a long time. I remember watching it for the first time, staying up way later than I should have with an early morning ahead. It was worth it though, I cried in my room at 1am, so you know, successful watch. This movie is a tearjerker, but to be fair, a lot of things make me tear up, so I'm not a fair judge. A Silent Voice the film debuted between February and June for the world in 2017, but like all great anime, there's a little backstory. A Silent Voice was originally a one-shot written and illustrated by, okay, here we go, names, Yoshitoki Oima? It was, however, picked up by Shonen Jump and became serialized, running from August 2013 to November 2014. It officially has seven volumes that stand on their own outside of the weekly publication. The manga was digitally released by Crunchyroll, and that's what's funny. Way before the movie's release, I was a regular, avid Tumblr user, and I know none of you are shocked by that. Actually, I started a new blog recently, which I've been playing around with. That's neither here nor there for this episode, though. Why, you ask, did I just take a side detour to Tumblr? My first exposure to a silent voice was the original one-shot posted to Tumblr of our main character, Shoko Nishimiya, being terrorized in school for being deaf until someone reaches out to befriend her. I thought the story was different, and it sat in the back of my mind for years. That was until I was late night scrolling on Netflix and BAM! A silent voice. I read the plot. God, it sounded familiar. It's the movie of the one-shot manga I saw in high school. Life is funny that way. On to the movie itself, the main event you're all really here for. The more I think about this movie, the more I realize that I'm doing another anime that has a touch of social anxiety sprinkled into it. I also want to put in major trigger warnings from here on out. Like, no joke, if you're sensitive to the topic of suicide, I would skip over this one. Maybe my next anime choice will be a little happier, but I can't promise anything. <laughs> the movie opens on a beautiful shot of a bridge in the summer overlooking a river with kids playing with fireworks. The end of summer is nearing and our main character Shoyo is standing on the edge of that bridge. He steps off and returns home to his mother who learned he was going to attempt suicide. In our first act of forgiveness in the film, Shoyo's mother hugs him and asks him to just never do it again. The story of a silent voice is a redemption story for Shoyo, who was once a bully in middle school to a girl named Shoko, which, in my first watch through, was actually super confusing to me. Just saying. Shoyo thought it was funny to bully Shoko because she's deaf, and the class played along, which is important to note for later on in the story. Every day, Shoyo took Shoko's hearing aids because the class would laugh and egg him on. One day, though, when everyone is scolded for the behavior and the transfer of Shoko, Everyone turns on Shoyo, who ends up receiving the bullying and loses his friends. Losing all of his friends who once applauded him for his actions had a dramatic effect on Shoyo in his later teen years, as we see when we return to the present, high school Shoyo. My first big praise to this film is how the backstory was delivered. Though it was a cut to a different time, it never felt jarring or like too long of a segment. The past is shown with a montage after establishing essential characters. We get the background information we need and the movie returns. 
I'd like to note the original story I had seen was the middle school bullying segment, which when I first turned on the movie, I thought I had the film mixed up with something else until we hit that flashback. Everything from that point felt like it was resolving that conflict. The movie delivers its intent perfectly. Following Show You Around in high school, we see the happy-go-lucky class clown turned bully is gone. He's a loner who keeps to himself. My favorite part of Silent Voice is the portrayal of social anxiety, which, if you listen to my Comey Can't Communicate episode, I mention struggling with to some extent. When we see high school life through Shoyu's eyes, they're always cast down. He won't directly look at anyone. The sound of the halls are muffled and Shoyu disassociates, shown through muddled music cues. There's so much symbolism in this movie and everything was so well thought out. When Shoyu is speaking to people and we do see their faces, it's marked with an X because Shoyu won't look at them as people. Most of the opening that takes place in the high school shows the characters even cut out of frame. We do get to see who Shoyu lets into his life when the first X slowly peels away. Tomohiro is being bullied and Shoyo steps in to stop it, clearly uncomfortable, but driven by guilt to do right. Tomohiro is overjoyed someone tried to stand up for him, and he becomes Shoyu's best friend for the rest of the film, whether Shoyu really wanted it or not. Tomohiro gets the most interesting perspective out of any other character in the film. When Shoyu decides to try and patch things up with Shoko, not to absolve himself, but just to, Tomohiro doesn't know about their past. Tomohiro wasn't part of the class that bullied Shoko. To Tomohiro, Shoya is a good guy, and in a way, he is the audience learning new facts about the characters with no bias until they explain their side. There is a lot of explaining to be done in this film, a lot of responsibility being taken and not being taken. Though the reunion is awkward, when Shoya sees Shoko again for the first time, he signs to her and she's stunned. I was stunned. The guilt he had taught him to learn more about the struggles of someone he had hurt. From there on, the two slowly mend the relationship that was never really there into something new and beautiful. Now that I've skinned the surface of the plot, I highly recommend you watch this one for yourself, I want to talk about characters and development, because that's what this is. It's almost a character study. How does middle school bullying affect people? Some move on and think nothing of it, some pretend it never happened, and some live with it forever shaped by it. A silent voice is watching a bubble grow and grow and grow until it pops, and the aftermath of it all. The drama of this film doesn't happen until you think there's not enough time left to fix it and you'll be left with pieces. Not every character in the story is likable, they all have faults, but as young humans, none of them are irredeemable. While the villain, for lack of better word, in a silent voice's emotions and peer pressure between people, we have characters like Miyoko. She was never outwardly mean to Shoko, but she never stood up to her other classmates. In Miyoko's head, she did nothing wrong because she was more of a bystander. When tensions are high, she holds herself as blameless for any of Shoko's misfortune. She actually throws Shoyo under the bus, and he lets her. She says she's moved on from middle school and wants to stop bringing it up. She's unaffected by the events, so she just doesn't think about them. Nioka is actually my least favorite character in the whole film. She blames Shoko for her problem. She blames Shoko for the fact that she lost touch with Shoyo, but Nioka is the one who shunned him along with everybody else. Nioka knows she was a bully. She doesn't deny it, but she's the last one to see that she needs to absolve herself. While everyone can admit they did wrong, she outright refuses the longest because what's the point? 
She even tries to get Shoyu to stop on his quest for redemption. She lacks the empathy to want to change, and it's not because she's a bad person, but how do you admit to yourself that you're not as good as you thought you were? A silent voice forced me to take a long look in the mirror after I watched it. How do your words affect others? It made me more mindful of the way I speak to people, because I know I can be brash and my words don't always come out right. Personally, I see a bit of Naoka in myself, and maybe that's why I can't stand her as a character, because I'm watching someone who knows they messed up, unable to take responsibility. Responsibility is a scary thing to take. Recently, I've been trying to apologize more when I mess up and not shut down when I find myself upset by a situation. I've struggled with apologies, but baby steps get you somewhere. Even just a sorry and simple acknowledgement of being wrong. You don't need to write a novel, I guess anime can teach you things. To wrap this beautifully messy film into a bow, I'd like to give my final thoughts on it all with the usual pros and cons list. Pros. The writing. Oh my god. The, the writing, every character has a purpose. No one is there just to fill space. They move each other along, they shape each other. Each character pushes and pulls the others down the rocky path of forgiveness. Another pro is the art style. This movie is gorgeous and full of meaningful imagery. To me, the use of fireworks throughout both attempted suicide scenes in the film always reach me as growth and change. This is because in both scenes, no one dies. Something stops them, and the urge to keep living for something presents itself. Fireworks are never a tragic ending, but a new beginning. I feel like saying there are no cons would make this movie sound perfect and nothing is ever perfect, but I'm having a hard time coming up with glaring issues, or even just small things I didn't like. If you twist my arm, the subplot with Shoko's mom and Shoyu's mom didn't feel very strong. I get what it was going for, showing Shoyu's actions as a child had consequences, even if they weren't on him yet. It felt a little shallow compared to the rest of the story. On top of shallow plot lines, Shoko's younger sister getting Shoyo expelled for trying to save Shoko's notebook from a river seemed like a weird way to start the relationship. I'm not sure if it was supposed to show how soft Shoyu had become by forgiving her easily, but if I were expelled for a photo, I would be pretty upset with Shoko's younger sister. A Silent Voice is altogether a touching tale of more than growing up and realizing your mistakes, but growing up and realizing you have the power to make them right. You are not bound by your past choices, nor are you defined forever by one past mistake. The world works in mysterious ways, and redemption for yourself can always be found if you're ready to find it. I hope you give a silent voice a chance. As always, this has been the Peach Pit. Until next time I decide to bake, be good to yourself. If you were interested in this episode and you have any interest in seeing anything else from me, mostly cosplay, you can find me just about anywhere at the Peach Pit, except for YouTube, which is the Peach Pit Fizz, and that's just the way it is. As always, thank you guys for listening. I super appreciate it. 